Welcome to the Staying Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Associate E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we are going to do a season four recap. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I can't believe we made it this far, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, for subscribing, for telling your friends, your aunties, your mama, your cousins. Thank you to the listeners from all over the world who are listening. Shout out to listeners in Sweden, Mexico, South Africa, the UK, France, Germany, Canada, Ireland, the Netherlands, and the USA. We appreciate you so much, and we're going to be back on August 7th of 2021 with more amazing content for season five, so stay tuned. And remember, we are now posting episodes in audio and video format, so if you want to have a visual experience, go on over to YouTube and subscribe to my page, The Raw Girl. For now, we're going to put together clips in this episode from some of the amazing conversations I had over this past season. We talked about the many aspects of fitness, postpartum preparation, healthy teeth and dealing with our teeth from a holistic perspective, equity in healthcare, how to slow aging and master life stages, African superfoods, and habits. What I want you to do is listen to this recap, and just in case you missed any of these amazing conversations, please go on back and catch up on what you missed. Don't forget that this fall, my eight-week program, Staying Ageless 30 Plus, will be back in full effect in the fall, okay? And we already have some ladies who have put down a deposit to be in the next class. If you didn't know, Staying Ageless is my signature program in which women have reversed hypertension, diabetes, lost up to 30 pounds, solved gut issues, discontinued medications, and the list goes on. This course is for you if you are a woman 30 years and up who is interested in staying flying to your 99 or close to it, want to figure out what diet and exercise is best for you, and needs to create lasting healthy rituals. Stay tuned to find out when we'll be taking calls so you can see if Aegis is the right fit for you. Or if you think you're ready, go on over and hold your spot by visiting stayingagesuniversity.com and you could put down a deposit to be in the next class. All right, sis, to listen to past episodes, visit stayingagelessshow.com. While we're on break, also free to send in your questions. You can message me via my website, therawgirl.com, or DM me via my profile on Instagram, at therawgirl. All right, until August, stay healthy, happy, and productive. That's the key thing we always say in staying ages, repeat, repeat, repeat. Mm-hmm. Habits can't be formed without repetition. Yeah. So the consistency is really you repeating these habits over and over again to the point where they get so subconscious. I mean, if you're somebody who loves to work out, you can feel it. If you go a whole week without working out, you feel strange. You feel yeah. odd. You want to get back to the gym or you want to get back to your workout because your, your body doesn't feel right. Your mind doesn't feel right. But that's because you've created such consistency that yeah. you now, you have a new normal. And so your new normal doesn't allow you to to handle this. It's like, no, we're going to go to the gym tomorrow. <laughs> We don't feel good. And I, I can attest to that. Like I, I, I felt like once I established that pattern of like, this is my lifestyle, I just work out four to five times a week. And when I miss it three days in a row, I have a headache. I don't feel good. I'm sluggish. And I know right. that's my body cueing. And so when you get to that point, it's like, it's that consistency that 
it's a new lifestyle, like you said. It's it's a new norm. Definitely. Definitely. I think that's when you really have to ask yourself, like, this this might be too rigid. This might be too 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 far to the left, you know what I mean? To even yeah. really manage. And I think that's when you get into those extreme diets. You know, the ones that just cut out everything. And I think that's, you know, leading to that point. That's a good point because I think that's where people fall short. A lot of the people that are returning and fall into that cycle start with these diets that eliminate entire food groups, eliminate, Mm. you know, I'm never eating sugar again. And I don't, that's not necessarily the most realistic thing because we have natural sugars in our foods too. Um, So I find most of the people that say that I need a break or I need a cheat day, it's because they eliminated way too much and not really understanding that there's a way to do this with incorporating everything, all the food groups and still getting to your goal. Let's develop some other coping skills. What are other things that you can incorporate in daily life? Is it, is it taking walks? Is it exercising? Is it journaling? Is it meditation? Is it yoga? Uh, We're Mm -hmm. talking about nutrition here. So what are your eating habits? Like all these kinds of things can help with, um, see, because what you have to do is with the addictive pattern, with the addictive coping skill, you have to find a replacement. That's literally what's happening. You have to find an adequate coping skill and replacement for the addictive behavior. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because I'm a behavioral change coach. So I focus on what is, what is the need that this behavior is fulfilling and how right. do I then find an adequate replacement? Because you can replace things and then fools will be at KFC and Chick-fil-A the right. next day and right. haven't found the right replacement. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so with that, with the preparation, so once you've moved from preparation, then it's time to move into action. And when we move into the action phase, that's where I'm checking in with you. I'm asking you, you know, how is your... How are you keeping up with this goal? How is it serving you? Do we need to make revisions to make it more achievable? Because if you say, I'm, I'm going to go cold turkey and there's going to be no more challenges ever, that's probably a chance for relapsing, right? And right. so relapse is a very real thing, but, but don't get stuck in relapse. Don't get stuck in the, oops, I did it again kind of phase. I, I fell into this <laughs> once again. Like once we've done that, if it, if it does move into that, we have to pick up and keep moving. And then when we move from action, it's the area of maintenance that's really important. So the stress of, of having an upcoming competition or the stress of a, a stressful job or uh, family stress, um, things that contribute to feeling stressed overall could increase cortisol levels. And in today's world, it seems like that is, seems like nobody is immune to that. And um, some people are more in touch with that than others, but uh, whether or not the patient is in touch with that, it, it does still happen in their body. And some people sort of compare their stress to a friend or a family member who's going through a really stressful time and say, no, I don't have stress. Uh, but when I check their cortisol levels, they're through the roof. So um, it's really, I think, something that is often brushed off by athletes, but it's really important. I am super excited to announce the launch of the new destination I created for online programs called Staying Ageless University. At Staying Ageless University, we create epic content to teach you about holistic wellness, 
and transformational healing programs to help you achieve extraordinary longevity. We believe that learning is an essential component of healing and creating lasting change, and every one of our programs are created from protocols that I have tried and tested on clients who have achieved optimal wellness by following them. Our signature programs include Staying Ageless 30 Plus, which is designed to help women 30 plus interested in staying fly till you're 99 or close to it, create lasting healthy rituals, and the all-new Raw Girls Hormonal Balancing Academy for women suffering with fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, cysts, or menopausal symptoms if you're ready to use holistic means to take control of your hormones and get your life back. We also have two new programs that are amazing for New Year's clean starts, Detox Your Life, which includes 30-day plant-based detox, either raw or vegan, and Candida and Parasites Be Gone for those who are ready to kick Candida overgrowth or parasites to the curb for good. Enrollment is now open for three of our programs, and we officially launched January 1st, 2021. You can learn more about us and our program offerings at stayingagelessuniversity.com. Hope to see you in class. lived in LA, I was at the beach all of the time. (laughs) The beach was my happy place. After going to the beach, I would always stop by this amazing raw food restaurant. They had the most delicious food, burritos, cinnamon rolls. I was obsessed. Fast forward to this year when I wanted to give myself a jumpstart on raw, I discovered that this amazing restaurant that I used to frequent had transitioned to nationwide delivery of fully prepared raw meals. It's called Raw Evolution, and for 20 years, they've been serving the finest and most vibrant living foods meals. They offer a raw box, which includes two fresh pressed juices, four gourmet entrees, four generous sides, and two delicious low glycemic desserts. The raw box is designed to provide one person with about four to five days of lunches and dinners. I also love that the menu changes each week, so there's always lots of variety. I get a lot of inquiries from listeners and clients alike who want to go raw and feel like it's not sustainable time-wise. If this is you, this is an amazing solution to get your raw jumpstart. Head on over to rawvolution.com and use the code RAWGIRL to receive a discount on your first purchase. We're always brushing gum towards teeth. And you'll, you can get faster at that, but it's a little bit of a relearn. It's not back and forth because that is, is making the gum line recede. And that area, the line with the gum and the teeth meet is so precious. And it's also where a lot of havoc begins. That's the receding gum lines. We need the gums to be like nice turtlenecks around each teeth. We don't want them receding into like a cowl neck situation. So you really want to brush carefully. And then the next phase is with an electric toothbrush. And we actually just got, it's taken a few years, but we finally have an electric toothbrush. It has zero EMFs and it's got a very special angle and there's different um, heads for morning and night to get the different angles. And it's like removes plaque, like amazing. So the, the electric also, and I've also recommended before, just like a little oral B one, it's like $25 little round head. So you're getting to different parts of the teeth that your manual isn't. And then the electric toothbrush uh, phase is where you're really focusing on polishing the teeth. The first phase is really about stimulating and brushing those gums. And then you're doing the teeth. And then, and of course, you're using either like baking soda as your toothpaste, the dental serum, our toothpaste. Um, and the dental serum can just be one drop. 
and a little smidge of toothpaste. Even our toothpaste, you're really using less of because they're so concentrated. You don't need a lot. And then it's flossing. And you're going to take that dental serum or the ozonated gum gel and just put a drop along the floss. And then you want to floss twice. And you'll know why the second time. There's like a whole bunch more stuff that usually comes out for people, especially in those beginning months. Well, obviously, one of the things that we try to in that life there's a there's a there's a dual kind of pathway i think one is to use the benefits of modern medicine as much as possible so that basically trying to think about why, while the picture of of getting to those more senior years is a, a picture of decline and biologically sometimes people do decline in terms of levels of particular things. If you can keep those up, that makes a gigantic difference. And one of the ways to keep that up is by, by basically using what modern medicine can provide, but also living a life that is probably much more similar to our ancestors. So our ancestors mm. would walk probably on average about seven miles a day, for example. Mm-hmm. So moving the body and moving the mind become incredibly powerful and being prepared to give up some of the rivalries and the competitiveness of earlier years and to deepen relationships in a way. So so probably because people of this age range who t- embrace vitality become magnets for younger people, they can afford then to take on protégés and partly help them to come into their own world in a really positive way. And the person who benefits from that is, well, both of them do. I love that because I feel like that, I feel like I have a lot of people like that in my life. Like I have a lot of older friends. <laughs> it's a good thing to have, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's really awesome. You benefit from the wisdom um, that they bring. And I think there's an energy exchange that happens. That's like you said, it's mutually beneficial. And it's kind of handy to to be around people who are, I don't know, 15, 20 years further down the road and can show you a bit of a way of doing it well. Because the popular yeah. media, at least where I am, doesn't portray that very well at all. Yeah, no, for sure. I think we're designed to interact with plants on a number of things. Like if you take like, you know, Wheatgrass, for example, the chlorophyll in wheatgrass is almost identical to human hemoglobin. Yeah. You know, if you take the sugar that breaks down when you cook um, Jerusalem artichokes, it's almost identical to insulin. We're hardwired to interact with a number of botanicals. It's not just like cannabis or hemp, and it's not just the endogenous cannabinoid system. It's Mm -hmm. our body as a whole. We need vitamins, minerals, amino acids, you know, all of those things, enzymes to perform, you know, bodily functions and we get those nutritionally from foods. So we're in we're hardwired. It's 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 the way that we're built. Absolutely. That makes sense. Interesting. So what is what is endocannabinoid deficiency? I was seeing this tossed around and I was like I'm trying to understand what that means. Like what does that mean and what could that lead to? What that means is our brain produces endogenous cannabinoids naturally. But as we age, as we go through stressful situations, as we have acute illnesses or other things, we produce less. We're going to produce less. 
It's just like everything else. You don't produce enough vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin K, enough iron, enough magnesium. You don't produce. You have to consume things to get that supplementation. So to think that that would be different, you know what I mean? That wouldn't be the same, you know, sort of rule of thumb for the endogenous cannabinoid system. We have this system and our brain produces endocannabinoids, but you know what? We produce so much that we just, we don't even need to worry about it. Like we've got that on lock. No, that doesn't work with any other system in the body. And it definitely doesn't work like that with the endogenous cannabinoid system either. You know, it's just, it's the same, you know what I mean? It's not foreign. It's the same principle. It's the exact same principle. And especially when you talk about stressful situations, stress, you know, you're definitely going to produce less of everything because your body is working to keep you alive (laughs) while you're going through this, you know, fight or flight, you know, sort of response. And so, and we all live with just an enormous amount of stress that doesn't even make any sense, you know, these days. Mm -hmm. And so we definitely produce less, definitely produce less. That makes sense. So that for me ties in with longevity in the sense that over time, does that mean that we need to be paying attention also to, in order to optimize for longevity in general, we need to be paying attention to consuming more phytocannabinoids? Absolutely. We need to be consuming them nutritionally. Not enough people plan for postpartum. Um, mm. Not enough people focus on planning for postpartum. And mm. that really, I, and not to, I think it's more important even than planning for, for pregnancy and birth because like it's literally shaping you as a mother and like, whether it's the first time, whether it's your second time postpartum and how you're treated, how you are loved on the nutrients that you're getting, how your digestive system is working. Like all of those things is literally going to shape how you nurture your family. Wow. How you nurture your baby and using like a member of my family as an example with her first child, she didn't have like none, like her family came and, you know, was there until the baby was born and then they bounced and she was literally by herself with this baby and her husband had a, he was a firefighter at the time. And so she's literally alone with the baby and she didn't know what to do. And she had a C-section. She can't like get up and go places. Oh my goodness. And it's just like, (laughs) how is she going to learn to nurture her child if she isn't being nurtured, you know? Mm. And the second time around was much different and, um, you know, things got better, but it's just like, and not enough people like make that connection that it's just, yeah. and, and, but if you look, you know, in any traditional culture, go back enough, like they're surrounded by women, they're getting massaged, they're getting fed. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's actually a part of our culture. Like if I were having a kid right now, I literally have volunteers, like mm-hmm. aunties who are like waiting to move in with me. Yeah. <laughs> they actually call me regularly and are like, whenever you need us, you know. Because <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. But I, I feel like just society has shifted so much to being like individual and power driven and all of this stuff that you lose that the feminine quality that has to come and balance things out. Attention, superfood lovers. You all may know by now that my favorite African superfood of all time is Moringa. 
Why? Moringa has 92 nutrients and 46 antioxidants, and every part of the amazing plant can be used. I personally use Moringa oil on my face twice a day, and then I also use Moringa powder to add to my smoothies, make Moringa bread, or sprinkle on meals for added nutrition from an amazing company called True Moringa. Founded in 2013, True Moringa is creating jobs and community with their amazing skincare and wellness products. The coolest part? Every time you make a purchase from True Moringa, they plant a tree in your name. Yes, child, to date they have planted over 2 million Moringa trees to combat deforestation and malnutrition in Ghana. To check out their awesome products, visit TrueMoringa.com and use the code RAWGIRL at checkout for 10% off and free shipping over $20. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Exactly what are your goals? Are you trying to gain weight or are you trying to lose fat? Because if you're trying to lose fat, You know, you should be hitting the larger muscle groups whenever you train, hitting the legs, the back, the chest, because those are larger muscle groups when you're training. You should also be incorporating HIIT, high-intensity training, because that will help you lose fat. Are you trying to put on muscles? Are you trying to put on weight, right? Then you don't need as much cardio and you don't need as much HIIT. You should definitely be splitting up your workouts, That, for someone like that, they're going to need more than 20 minutes a day, to be honest with you. So first, it depends on what your goals are. Then you work based on that. Okay. And do you believe, in your particular philosophy, do you believe that, you know, gym kind of workouts are the only way to go? Or can you build muscle doing body weight exercises and other things? Of course you can. I'm not... You know, we're in an era now. (laughs) I remember when I started online, a lot of clients, they were like, I don't want online. I don't want online. I need, I need to be in a gym. And then COVID hit. (laughs) Right. Changed everything. So I think even people of that who had that mentality have realized, oh, I can do this at home. I can lose weight at home. I can build muscle at home. No, you can definitely use your own body weight. Calisthenics will definitely help with that, right? Because a lot of it, losing fat, gaining weight, goes back to nutrition, right? So you can definitely, you don't need the gym to do that. You can do that from the comfort of your home. Yeah, no, that's so good. And yes, that's why I always end up, I always end up being like a pseudo trainer. Like, okay, you need to, because the nutrition makes such a big difference. And I've also helped people who are trainers. I've had trainers as my clients because they're trying to achieve like very specific physique goals. So we Mm -hmm. really go in on their macros and all the stuff just to make sure that they're hitting those goals. So I think that's great that you're telling people to pay attention to their nutrition. It shortens your telomeres, period. You can have traumatic events in childhood 
that mm. lead to chronic emotional patterns. And that tra- that childhood trauma can lead to you having um, a, a shorter lifespan because wow. you carry that emotional with you for the rest of your life. So, so I mentioned, so Elizabeth Blackburn wrote a book. She's one of the three physiologists who got the Nobel Prize in Medicine. And she wrote a book called uh, The Telomere Effect or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in that book, she talks about, you know, crappy food, crappy telomeres, you know, crappy lifestyle, crappy telomeres, exercise, lengthen telomeres, pure water, lengthen telomeres, you know, and then she's in, um, but the one thing that she specifically mentions in there is stress and meditation. That mm-hmm. there's a direct effect that if you learn to relax and meditate and particularly deal with childhood traumas. Mm. So like I love the uh, the holistic psychologist because she teaches people to go back and, you know, realize that your inner child is, you know, going through trauma, but you don't have to accept that trauma as an adult. You can go through this and and, you know, don't give those emotions a right or wrong, you know, an empowerment over you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, but you learn how to ha- channel and how to handle your emotions with an adult perspective and not take on that stress, but, and become self-aware, like close your eyes, breathe. What are three things you feel? What are three things you taste? What are three things, you know, so you just tune in to where you are. And if you really start doing that, you will feel where your stress is. Oh, I get it right here. You know, mm-hmm. I feel it in my in my lower back. I tighten up. And so if you start talking about that thing that you hate the most, you can feel where those stress patterns in if you tune into them. You know, and so what, what, just to connect it all, there was a guy named Bob Cooley. Okay, Bob Cooley was the genius of flexibility. Guy couldn't walk taught himself resistance stretching, you know, Mm. Dana Torres, who came back at the age of 40 and got that gold and silver medals in swimming, swimming, keeping up with girls half her age. And like, how the hell do you do this? She's like, well, I learned about Bob Cooley and resistance stretching. And I have a team of people stretching me out. Bob Cooley realized that when he was teaching his techniques, he called it meridian stretching. And that that if he started teaching people, go home and practice this stretch this week. And when they came back, all of them would talk about money or all of them would talk about their love issues or all of them would talk about their stress at work. And he found that certain muscle groups is where they harbored their stress. And when he learned to to release that, the emotions were releasing with it. Yeah, I mean, people need to really be able to acknowledge what the inequities are. And that is that's just hard for people because they take it. So people take it so personally, they think it's about them. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that none of us who are alive right now or any of the people who made any decisions about how, you know, how things are. Many of us uphold the policies that have been in place for, you know, a very long time, but we need to be willing to acknowledge. Yes. These disparities are real. Yes. Um, there are systemic issues that are connected to all of these things, and we need to take steps to dismantle and repair them. The solutions are equitable solutions, but you can't even get there unless people are willing to say, oh, yeah, I see how this is like messed up. Yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts are on, like, you help a lot of people create these business environments that are equitable, all that stuff already, right? But what are your thoughts on? 
building something that is the, you know, that is a solution versus working within a system, trying to fix it. Like, do we just, do, do we just give up and just be like, ah, I just, I can't even take it, child. I think it's both, right? I think that some of us are here to create new things. And I think that some of us are here to, you know, work, to work within. And all of us have our own unique kind of gifts and roles and personalities. And some of us can really bear the weight of creating something new because there is creating something new is like, Everybody thinks being an entrepreneur is like the greatest thing, <laughs> but it, and it's, it is great and right. it's hard. Like it's like, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of like paving your own way. There's just so much work there. And I mean, and working within a system to try to dismantle and change the system is a different kind of weight. Right. And we all can bear certain things. So I think that part of mm-hmm. personal development journey is like, understanding where you fit in the world and like what your role is. And so I think we need to be doing both. The mission of my company, Yolele, is to bring to light those ingredients. You know, Fonio is just the the Trojan horse, but our vision is to really get into underutilized crops that are not only sustainable, but good for you and, and, you know, would help diversify our diet. There are lots of them. There are lots of them that, uh, um, uh, unfortunately, some of them will disappear because they're not being used. Mm. Mm. So, talk to us. Tell us about some of the benefits of Fonio. Why you enjoy? Why you like it? And why you've um, even created a whole business around it? What's so great about it? Well, you know, first as a chef, it's about the flavor. You know, it's like it's, it's, it. It tastes delicious. I love the flavor. Yeah. I love the fact that it's very versatile. And it, it, it's really easy to adapt to so many different recipes. You can turn it into a porridge. You can turn it into couscous by putting less water. You can, you know, you can make flour with it and, and bake with it. You know, mm. you know, it's, it's gluten free for so many people. That's something that's quite important. You know, I, I respect the, 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 the culture too. You know, California is the oldest cultivated grain in Africa. It's been around for 5,000 years. And is and, it older than millet? Well, Fonio is from the millet family. Okay. Yeah, Fonio is, is millet. It's from, from the millet family. It's just a different form of millet, much smaller, much tiny, ah. much more delicate. Okay. Yeah, much more delicate. So Fonio has also, it's, a, it's nutritious, you know, it's very, very nutritious. It's, uh, it has amino acids that are very uh, prominent. You know, two of them are in particular called cysteine and methionine. And those mm-hmm. amino acids are deficient in most grains, in most major grains. And, and they're great for for um, growth, human growth. They they you know they are used. That's why you know in in West Africa where Fonio is grown, they they serve it to children that are growing and and to to babies and to and and mothers that are also uh, pregnant ladies and expecting mothers and and just mothers that are uh, nursing their baby. So those are the uh, some of the properties of Fonio. Another one is that it has a low glycemic index. So it's highly recommended for uh, people who suffer from diabetes, for instance, you know, as long as you pair it with sources that, are, that don't have a high level of sugar. So that's another one. I can go on and on, you know, it has very low caloric uh, protein as well, crop as well. 